You're tuned into Forked Podcast. This week's guest is Dominic Adam, extreme athlete, six-time CrossFit game competitor, and deeply insightful coach. We talk about living intentionally and how to keep ourselves motivated. You have to focus on the purpose of what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what you want to change. Look at what's wrong and see what can be changed and go for that. At one point is nobody will be able to do it for you. You can have coaches motivating you, watching video to motivate you. In the end, you have to do that steps. You have to start moving and getting started. Dominic Adam, extreme athlete. That's what I'm calling you, man, because that's what you are. And six-time CrossFit game athlete. Um, you did... Uh, what was the term? It's not an ultra Ironman. It's an extreme Ironman. Extreme Ironman. Yeah. And uh, listen, I really thank you for having me in here to your awesome CrossFit box. Nathan taught me the name CrossFit box, not studio. <laughs> and uh, tell me about this place. How did this get started? First, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. And um, that it started all by opening Luzin like 13 years ago uh-huh. and moving on at one point. It got a bit too big and everything was moving very fast. So I decided like to recenter on my myself a little bit more. So let go of that and open up this location with CrossFit Griffin Town and move myself away from that and just focus on the people in here. So twelve years ago, yeah. when you said open Luzin, that was your first CrossFit f- open. Yeah, that was the first CrossFit we opened, and then it got to a couple locations in the, in Quebec, and yeah, and here we are now. All right. And so this place is an extension of you. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. And I hope people see that and actually people like it. I hope so. Anyway. Oh, I walked in here for the first time, uh, like what, Monday this week, like six days ago or five days ago. And I just, the place is it's outstanding. It's a great place. Thank you the much. energy was amazing. You were so welcoming. Uh, and you, you said, hey, I asked you to, you know, could you be on Fork Podcast and share some of your story with us all? And you were just like, right up to the challenge. You're like, yeah, I've never done it before, but uh, let's do it. Yeah, this is my first. So let's see how that goes. <laughs> so that's, is that how you are? Like, you don't, you don't sort of like back away from a challenge? No, especially like the, the worst thing somebody can tell me is I challenge you dot, 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 and that will be uh, the starting point of mostly everything. Yeah, well, I mean, you stepped into something that I think most people are, are very, quite frightened of, like public speaking, being the first time being interviewed, right? And like I said, dude, you're so natural at this that I think that it's it's that whole, uh, that's whole aspect of your personality that you, you, you meet challenges face on. Yeah, thank you. I, just, I don't know if it's like, yes, it is, make, it makes me uncomfortable, but I kind of like to be pushed in that direction of being kind of uncomfortable and try to see how that goes. Just right, step it up and like kind of jumping off the plane is one, two, three and jump and see how that goes. And hopefully the, the shoot will open. Were you always like that? Um, I think so. I didn't get like big challenges or anything, but before, but always being able to like, all right, just bring it on and just go with the win. Just so as, the win. as a young man, like back in your, your school days, were you athletic? Was it... Uh, was I always played hockey, always played sport, moved a lot and spent a lot of time outside and just playing like 
I'm old, so playing uh, hockey in the street, that was a uh, street Ooh, hockey. Did you say you're old? <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> you're 47, right? 46, yeah. Oh, 40. So, yeah, you yeah. correct that right away. You know, any, any other year gets you closer to 50. That's where I'm at. I'm at 52. And uh, listen, you, I think that guys in our generation or guys and girls in our generation who are we seem to be in this unique situation right we we practice a lifestyle that we we understand we're gonna we're aging but i mean how many people tell you dude you don't look 46 like you yeah, it's, it's kind of a nice compliment it's, right but usually it's like yeah exactly because we're not i didn't settle in i didn't try to like People say age is a number. This is like an over, maybe an over exaggeration, but it's still, it's mostly the way you act and how you see challenging and spirit and how you see things coming your way. This defines you as uh, all you are. You just keep on shaking challenges and pushing them and going forward with them. Then you're not aging that fast. You just, uh, your body will be able to sustain like challenges all the way through 85. Yeah. If you let it be that way, it's just if you come starting to be afraid of those challenges, then this is becoming a problem. And then I think you're rapidly becoming older and older. Wow. I'm sitting here mouth open because we've never actually had a conversation. We just spoke briefly at the beginning of this week. But I'm just like listening to you and you're saying a lot of things that really resonate with me especially with the start of what you just said saying that age is a number but you find that an exaggerated sort of expression that people use because i also feel that way that um i think it is an exaggeration because you know what you were when you were 35 and now you're putting to test your full self and all the things you do at 46 and you know that Age isn't just a number. There is an aging process that takes place and can get in our way. So tell me, what do you practice to ensure that it gets in the way less, the aging process? I think the training part of this is a big factor. And since I'm able to train and fit it in in my lifestyle, is I agree with you to the fact that I am slowing down a little bit but it's, it doesn't let me, I'm not slowing down. My body is slowing down. Right, so right. I'm not recuperating as fast as the other things, but I do take on the same challenges as before. Uh, it's like either a CrossFit competition, uh, an Ironman or something like that. You're able to take, it doesn't matter which challenges you're picking up, just keep picking them up, like keep going with them. Keep so picking asking up challenges. them yeah, to be thrown on you and yeah. like meeting them. Well, right on, right away. That's a great point. I think getting older, people shy away from challenges, exactly, right? And, exactly. and it doesn't have to be an Ironman. It doesn't no. have to be a cro- the CrossFit just, Games. It, it just, the Ironman thing is just, it's a name for it. It's just, it's one thing that you pick up or you don't pick up. It could be um, just a 1K race, just something that will challenge you. Just right. change something that is what is present now. And you have to focus on for the next one month, two months, three months, six months, doesn't matter how long, but something that will actually challenge you. It could be even like reading, like attacking a class, a course, doesn't matter what it is. It just change that status quo you have now and 
go for something else. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. So it's taking on a challenge that's appropriate to where you're at in your life right now. So it makes sense for you that your challenge if could be an Ironman, but the next one might be an ultra Ironman or something. And then another challenge is sharing your knowledge. But you're an extreme athlete. Not many people can take that on. So what about pe for people who are listening to us right now who might not even be exercising? They're like listening and saying, hey, this is a cool dude, Dominic Adam. He's like, he's like doing his thing. Uh, he's, he's, he's sharing his experience with me. And I, I think it's amazing. It's motivating. But what, get, what could get that person up, like you just said, taking the most immediate challenges, but what, since we're coming into the new year, what can a person do who's sort of a little bit, you know, on the sideline right now, what can they do to start getting their, their, their shape back, their, their physical fitness, their mindset back? I think they have to do a little bit of introspection to see exactly, it's going to be, a, they're going to have to find a challenge that will actually be doable and reasonable for them. And, this is the hard part to start with. It's the, I'll say, excuse me, the expression, the kick in the butt that yeah, yeah. people need. And most of the time, it's just one kick in the butt and the ball yeah. start rolling. And, and then it just become like a snowball. It's just become bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you can down more challenges and other challenges and everything. But the always, the hard part is always that first step. Like mm -hmm. every... Ironman or triathlon or marathon always start with the first step is an expression, but it is starting with the first step. So the way is you, you need to find something that will motivate you, something that will get you like watch some videos on online and see some things yeah. like, all right, this is the extreme, but that motivates me. But then why shouldn't I do instead of have to watch a guy like Terry Fox walk like run around across Canada that's motivates me but maybe I don't want to cross Canada but what about 1k like a race 1k most of the cities have 1k give yourself three months you don't have to train like so much for it but just a challenge of having to do on a set date have to prove to yourself that you're ready to go but watch something on purpose don't just scroll down on, let's say, YouTube and then just the 13 videos like, oh, this is so cool. And then keep watching 13 more videos. No, set yourself, find something you want to watch, watch it and then do something else. Just don't be procrastinating on watching the like, 64 video about the same thing. It's, it, it's not going to help. Just watch something on purpose. On purpose. I like that. So do you, do you find that your, your daily disciplines are about being on purpose do you do you have plans in your day you get up do you what are what's your rituals like first thing in the morning i take care of my daughter yeah. i go and go see her take her to school and everything and i have like clients and classes so yes it has to be on purpose because sometimes i will have 35 minutes to train in that day but if i'm not on purpose it was just to start like looking around and then oh 10 more minutes have passed and then it's, it's not enough time. So you have to set yourself that this is the time I'm allowing to this. This is the only time I have, but it's enough time. Doesn't matter what it is. People are saying often like, I don't have enough time. No, you have enough time. You just don't want to spend it doing that. So I intentionally want to spend that 35 minutes, let's say, or an hour. Sometimes I have three hours, but sometimes I have just a couple minutes, but I will purposely set them 
apart and focus on what something for me and go for it. Dominic, one of the common questions I bet you get asked and I get asked is, like, people don't ask me what the best exercise to do is. They say, Sean, how do you stay motivated? How do you get to your goals and keep those goals? Because I think that's the, the hardest part for people if they're depressed down you know it's winter it's cold instead of going to the gym you go home and i don't want to judge that i really can understand that and but for me it's been years of doing this that allow me to do it even in the hardest times what can you share with those people like how how can somebody get their mindset straight and stick with it and sustainably get those goals you have to find some kind of joy into being kind of uncomfortable. Like training is not always comfortable and it's all not always easy to get to or to be doing it. So you kind of have to find some joy, like I said, into it because it will become more and more part of your lifestyle and it will be missed if it's not there at one point. So for people, like you said, what's the best exercise I should do for it doesn't matter. Any exercise is the best exercise. If you're starting from nothing, any exercise is the best exercise. You can do it at home. You can do it in the gym. You can find like a trainer. Yes, it is. If you have the luxury of finding a trainer, that person will take you accountability and it will give you like appointments. And on, like I said, on purpose, you will have an appointment and get there. So you can't miss those like normal gym setting and everything, classes are better than just normal gym yeah. because it will give you time slot that you will have to go and purposely be there for that thing. And But like I said, you have to focus on the purpose of what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, what you want to change. Look at what's wrong and see what can be changed and go for that. At one point is nobody will be able to do it for you. You can have coaches motivating you, watching video to motivate you. But in the end, you have to do that steps. You have to start moving and getting started. Well, well said. And I think CrossFit has one of those key elements to right? Community. It, that can really keep somebody like engaged, right? It helps a ton. Of really? course it does. And this is the difference between often between like a normal gym setting and the CrossFit boxes they have, we have, is people are mostly training at the same time. Of course, you finish work, you get here. So they get that community sense because they're mostly the time they will train with the same people. They just become friends and the intensity of the training puts you in a kind of not as say, I don't, I don't want to say in a weak position toward the other person, but like an open uh an open heart mm -hmm. after done a training that will flat you on the ground, you're more open hearted like to the next person because that person went the same thing. I won't know. I won't, I won't say the same shit, but yeah. the same training as you, that person gave it, it's all heart out, same thing as you. So you just become, the, the bond is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And you're surrounded by people that have the same goal as you. It just get better. You just, they just want to get better at it. And, it could just get better at life or some, like, something like that. Just because they want to push themselves, not always to the extreme limit, but they just want to challenge themselves. And this is why CrossFit is working so well. And why there's so many CrossFit is we are surrounded by people that just want to challenge themselves. And getting to a normal setting, nothing's wrong with that. But getting in a CrossFit box, push those limits a little bit faster 
and harder. I'm sitting here. I'm getting inspired. <laughs> let's, let's cross and go train. I'll be a little bit more comfortable there. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, man, like that, that open-hearted thing, I feel that when you exercise right afterwards, you just so, your mind is so sharp and so receiving, right? You're just ready to, to receive what the world's bringing to work. It's, it's like it just puts you in that perfect hormonal balance. And if only people could try and get themselves there more regularly, they would crave it more often, it right? Is, it is a nature, like a basic function of a human, body, a human body. We're not hunting for food anymore, which is it's perfect. Like, I don't want right, to go hunt all right. the time, but we are still physiologically made for that, for moving, for running, for throwing. This is how we're made. So by doing exercise, you do engage the whole body. Your mind is better. When you're doing your ultra, like, races or when you're doing your competitions i mean the crossfit games are wicked man like that is that has taken your body to the the limits so do you do when you're at that breaking point you know when you're just like feeling that burning and the and the pain what do you do do you visualize something like how do you get through those moments wow um and Most I just want to be clear yeah. why I ask, because I allot those same moments to when you're in crippling depression, when you're in crippling anxiety, where you feel that you're at your breaking point. What do you do to get through a breaking point, whether sports or psychology, right? That's, that's why I ask. This is the kind of person that doesn't, uh, I don't see visualization. Visualization. Yeah. Work for me. Visualization. Visualization. I don't practice personally that much. What I do is set my mind away from that painful moment here at, the, at that point. When you say to the breaking point yeah, of, yeah. I used to, I come from the, the martial arts, same thing is, I was used to fight, is you get your mind, you still have to be present, but you're, part of your brain is able to go and wander off a little bit. So it's kind of step outside. And my trick always been in a training or a competition, it was just to count one, two, three, four, five, six, get to 30, one, two, three, four, five, and then get to 30, like go to 30 more, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's just like stepping out a little bit. My body knows what to do. Like your body knows exactly what to do. You don't have to think about every step you take when you walk or when you run or when you do a CrossFit workout or a triathlon or when you swim. You don't have to say, move your arm, move the right. other arm. Right. No, your body knows what to do. So you're left, when you do those things, you're left on your own to think about what you want to think. Like either you want to focus because, okay, some drills are very like skillful, things but most of the time is most of the exercise we do doesn't matter which one is there's a lot of brain power that can be used for something else so use that brain power just to be in a happy place and just get there and start moving so by what you're saying then maybe we can we can say that people need to get to know their body so they can read those 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 messages that you need to know to get through the pain, right? And perhaps that because we're always external, right? We're always in this external world so with the stresses and all the things that go on. We training and exercise can turn us inwards to start understanding those signals better. I don't know. It's, I don't know which better time it, it, you have than 
being doing exercise and think about like the problems you have resolve them you have all that brain power that's just waiting to be used instead of being outside and stress stress will be the thing that will occupy will take the whole space and you're not able to step outside of that and do your thinking when you have like job school um like all this stress factor that comes in it just is overflowing everything when you get to a place and does exercise, doesn't matter which one, those things are naturally not present at that second. You are on your own. Doesn't matter if you're surrounded with people, you are on your own. This is a perfect time to settle in and understand that, oh, okay, this is calmness. Wow, I can actually calm this. Even if you put a stress on your body, your mind can be like not a flat line, but a calm sea. Oh, yeah, I just got calm. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like a, a, a guru and just have people line up and calm them down yeah, with your voice. I don't like gurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, I, I agree with that, by the way. I, I find the biggest calm is like yesterday, I did this crazy workout with the class and I was just pushing myself and it was at the end, man, that calm. We just all sat down to stretch and you just like, Nothing can calm me. People do med morning meditation, and I get it. If it works for them, go for it. It doesn't work for me. I got to, like, put my body through this grinder, and then I'm very calm afterwards, like, very calm. Do you, is, that, is that something for you? It's or the same thing. I, I, I never really, like, I, I tried it. Never got into meditating or anything like that. Me, I need, like, physical exertion. Like, this is what works for me, and... Yeah, I'm and I'm, I'm, an, I'm an active person, so I need that stress factor to be there to come in, and then I can actually release everything and then calm. Yes, the, the moment you can be the calmest would be after a workout. You just lay there because you just they just said time you're done, and then that couple seconds of stillness, uh -huh. like, and then you realizing you're done. This is like. That's a the perfect moment. Dude, I think we all just breathed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a, a hyper kid? Were you a kid who had Active, to keep moving? Not, not, uh, not, not hyper. hyper. I, not like, hyper. I only ask because a lot of people who find their way into the training world and excel in it find their passion because that's what they always wanted to do as a kid. You know, They just need to burn energy constantly. and they. No, it's always been moving, always being, but not... Not hyper. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you have a very calm, like, demeanor. Like, yeah, I can see you training. I've looked at some of your stuff on Instagram, obviously, and Facebook. And so you, you really bring it. But in person, you have a very calm, calm demeanor about you. Um, are you a calm person? Normal, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. It's like one of those, if I'm here, I just cruise control easy. But when it's time to step it up, I will bang my head on the walls if I have to, to get it done. Right. So it's one or the other one. Do you work at being calm? Did you work at becoming this way or is this just part of? No, it was part of me. It was like, I'm mostly introvert. So it's always been a little bit more like that. Oh, really? Okay. Because yeah, people don't see that because when you're teaching, when you're in front of people, like doing classes and everything, you have to be present. You have to be, this is the job. This is the people are coming to get some energy and you get energy from them, and, but you have to give energy. So you can't be like a stillness in front and just being a stoic 
person. You have to bring it in. So people actually, because everybody's like have a job and they come in. Like I said, you want to be in a situation that you can release the tension you had during the day, but it doesn't happen instantly. You need to get in that mode. So I think people like, before starting a class, I will always be looking at the clock and just, I always start on time, but, and then people just, they come down. You can see stress from people comes down and then three, two, one, go. All right, let's, let's build it up again, but in the right, in the right way, not in a stressful way, but in a motivation and build up way that way. I'm wondering then if so many people talk about trying to meditate and find that calmness, perhaps it's, it's much like yourself and myself that maybe that's, they think that that's the best way to calm their mind and they're not, some are succeeding with that for sure, but then there's those others who just aren't succeeding. They're thinking, okay, I got to meditate more. I got to try more. I mean, try to meditate. I know it's a, it's an oxymoron there, but perhaps they need to try another angle like this thing where you just go at it hard and then start to appreciate the calm after the storm kind of thing. Yeah, because I do, I, I like the people that meditate. It's a very good, I'll say it brings a very good state of mind, but I don't like to spend like the whole time only doing that. I can actually achieve that when I'm, I'm warming up when I get on the bike and just start cycling because I'm warming up on this. When I do exercise, I'm able to get that mental calmness. Body's active, but I get the mental calmness from there. So I do kind of meditate, if you want to say, yeah. but not by sitting in my room and well, being... Classically, yeah, people exactly define what you, as what meditation. you see, like the home thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't do it that way. I do it on the floor with exercise. Yeah, I think... Most people will have difficulty. It will be easier for most people to do it that way than spending like X amount of time on the meditation. Like we are in a generation of this, 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 that has to move, has to move, has to move. So that stillness, mm -hmm. that body stillness is kind of hard to achieve for most people. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What would you say, I'm going to ask you because this is a question that I was doing this this. Thing yesterday or actually the last few weeks i've been practicing this random question generator on on google, you google it and it's it asks you random questions okay. and you try and answer them because i had read that formulating what we think in our head versus what we can express with our mouth they're they're kind of disconnected of course, a little bit so filters I, yeah so i've been trying to practice a little bit more how would i answer certain questions and one of them hit me and it's really been on my mind it's always on my mind but this time i really tried to answer the question which was what do i consider a good life and I really feel like you're the kind of guy, I'm listening to you here. I'm like, you're everything I thought you were going to be, by the way. You're just like, you just like bring out all these gems and I'm listening and I, I hope people are really listening and taking all this in because there's a lot of value. And I thought, yeah, this, this guy can, he'll have an answer to that one for himself, right? Because it's what do you consider a good life? Are you what you want to be? Are you what you want to be? And if you can answer yes, and it doesn't have to be a professional athlete or the most successful banker, I just, there's a couple of things that you want to achieve this. And it doesn't have to be physically active achievement. 
it's not about that. It's more about we all grew up with dreams, goals, and and then at one point we grow out of it. Like everybody wants to be a fireman <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a, a pet doctor, a veterinarian. Like we grow out of that. But it doesn't matter that we all had at one point goals and dreams and were you able to get some of them? If you get all of them, there's something wrong with you. It's impossible. It's 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 not true. Then you're not true to yourself. Those were not like dreams. They were set goals that you can actually easily access. Dreams are meant to be not fulfilled. They are meant to be worked through there. Um, like dream of finding the end of the rainbow. Yes, perfect. Go for it. Do anything you need to get to the end of the rainbow. You will not get there, but it will make you a better person just because you are working. You're not stop, you don't stop working on yourself. You just keep going for it, going for it. doesn't matter what it is. That end of the rainbow is the definition for me of, of like good life. If you just keep stimulating yourself and not letting your brain get foggy, keep reading read more active get act more active get more fulfillment get and be thankful for anything that you have own know and mostly for things that will be coming your way still yeah oof yeah if if you guys out there aren't getting inspired and understanding the value of what no we just this heard. all of this makes any sense though uh, I'm sitting here as a listener and it makes complete sense. It's actually very inspiring to hear. I, I, I really suspected you would have a, an insightful answer to that question. And uh, I think it motivates me. And as I said, I'm already motivated. It takes a lot to, to sit in front of somebody who gets me more fired up. Okay. And uh, I feel that. And I hope that people listening really feel that as well. And uh, do you have anything coming up? Any big What's, what are you working on right now? What's your, your big right goal? Right now, to be honest, the challenges usually will... Getting through this podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like the, the, the challenge from the, since I met you. Like the whole week was just like, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this. This is, this is, but it's, I don't plan most stuff in advance. I just let them sway my way and then find something. And like the, the Iron Man thing was... I just saw a publicity about an Ironman. You did an Ironman without training for it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to pick up challenges and see where your body can go. So I'm that, I'm that guy that will go. But like I said, don't try to pick up this at home. It's right, just, right. It's something that, that's the challenge I like. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter which challenge you have. Just pick something up and see something like, oh, that person jumped off of a plane. Just do it. It's right, not that complicated. Right. So that's an interesting point that people, you said before that you need, if you found your, if you think you've done all of your challenges, you're kind of lying to yourself. There's other things. So if people aren't really picking goals and challenges. They're picking goals instead of dreaming bigger. Just get the, um, yeah, it's, it's not about the goals or goal setting. Then you achieve goals. I want to be there and at, 20, I want to be there at 30, and then this and this and that. Those are goals. What you want to achieve as a broader sense, that is a dream. This is where you want to dream and see 
what would be the ideal version of you and slowly start working through there. Yeah. Well, Dominic Adam, CrossFit Griffintown. If you guys are in the area or not in the area, you got to make your way down here and uh, get involved in this community. Dominic's an awesome guy. I, I strongly recommend you guys come down here if you're in the Montreal area. If not, you can connect with uh, Dominic on CrossFit Griffintown. Is that yep. the best place yep. on, on uh, Instagram? And we'll share all that in the show notes. And I just really want to thank you so much. This is uh, was such an inspiring talk for me. I, thank you so much. You thank really you brought a lot to this. And the value is just beyond. I really got to thank you for this. Thank you. Dominic, uh, you have an awesome day. And you guys <laughs> out there have an awesome day too. Pick something up and go for it. Pick something up and go for it. Thanks, my man. Thanks, you.